0: Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast I am your host Gregory McCoy This podcast is by a fan for fans I am not a journalist, I am not a reporter I am not a insider I do not work for a website The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion Other information comes from the internet Today is December 15th, 2020 I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, We got the ACC championship game coming up this Saturday. Um, The first or the title of this first segment is Not Playing the ACC Title Game Means More Money for the ACC. Now, if Clemson and Notre Dame... Somehow, don't play this game. They're potentially both gonna get into the playoff. So I wouldn't be surprised if something comes out either Thursday or Friday that that game has been canceled due to COVID. Because if they play this game, they're they're potentially leading leaving, you know. Millions of dollars on the table versus getting two teams in, along with Alabama and Ohio State. Um, so it's it's just something to think about. At the end of the day, you you you're trying to get as much money as you can from these networks. So you know. Like I said, I for me, if I'm the ACC, hey man, you let Florida State do it. Why not let these two teams do it? There's no way they're gonna leave out Notre Dame and Clemson. I mean, it it I mean, nobody else, nobody from the Pac-12 is getting in. Okay, and only one SEC team, Alabama you know the SEC is down this year with in terms of the whole league you know there's no LSU type team in the field this year so the ACC could get two teams in if you don't play this game so and I know Swafford has thought about it So like I said, later on this week, I w- I wouldn't be surprised if you hear that the ACC championship game has been canceled due to COVID. All right, so let me know what you think about that segment. Recruits. Is coming to FSU better now? You, you've had the addition of McKenzie Milton. He's almost certainly going to be the starter. You don't come as a I don't know six year player and and can, you're I mean you're pretty much the guy. Okay? So and I'm assuming on the six years I really don't know how long he's been in college football but even, you know, it had to be some assurances made that that offensive line was going to get fixed. I know I'm off topic, but I'm just saying for him to come there with that injury that leg. But getting back on topic, I think it would be I think it is a little bit more attractive now even for graduate trans transfers. Uh, you know, before the injury, Mackenzie Milton was a tremendous player at UCF, but you have to take that with a grain of salt. He he was playing in the AAC. He did uh I can't remember if he beat Auburn or not in that bowl game. I want to say they did. It was the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, right? I think. I don't know. I don't follow Central Florida. But I did watch that game, though. And I want to say that UCF won that game. And they had that undefeated season where they were claiming themselves the national champions. But... I do think that with him coming to Florida State, with his accomplishments, it, it, it definitely makes Florida State attractive again. OK, and you say now we got a guy that we've got the quarterback that might potentially bring in better offensive lineman recruits. OK, Um so I mean, it's a tremendous just on name recognition alone in college football. Mackenzie Milton just being able to get him to come to Florida State—that's a that's a tremendous add for uh, a tremendous notch on on uh, Norvell's belt, man. Um, I mean, he's certainly better than I was about to curse. He's certainly better than Alex Hornibrook. Okay. And then, I mean, for 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 Chuba, Purdy, and Tate, Rotomaker, hey man, just take a year and learn from what a guy that's, you know, took taking it all the way to an undefeated season and play the SEC uh, team and beat them. You can only learn from this guy. So, um, I think recruits are going to want to come to Florida back to. We're going to start getting those four and five stars again. So let me know what you think about that segment. Six and six is doable with Milton. I mean, I don't, I just, I don't have any faith that they're going to fix his defense and his offensive line in one offseason. I'm sorry, I just, I don't think they can do it in one offseason unless they just get some tremendous transfers. So I I'm saying six and six, even with Milton at quarterback, I think if he's a hundred percent, okay, and you you tailor the offense to what he did at Central Florida, I think you're gonna win six ball games. I don't see you beating Clemson. I don't see you beating Florida. I don't see you beating Miami. I think the if they play 12 games, I think you're going to be competitive in the rest of your nine games. So, but if they can somehow fix the offensive line and the defensive line, then, you know, you could potentially be talking about eight and four, seven and five but right now my my watermark is 6 and 6. I just you know, I've learned my lesson the last couple years don't put the cart before the horse. And um again, tremendous ad in Milton. I think he can I just think he, just adding him you're 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 going to get six wins. You're going to get the bowl eligibility. Now, if you can fix the offensive and defensive lines you know to where they can actually compete and 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 push people back. I think you you know 7 and 5, 8 and 4 is definitely in the in the realm of possibilities. So, um let me know what you think about that segment. Uh Dillingham rumored uh to be a head coach somewhere. Uh, I think he's like, what, 29, 30 years old, so, you know, kudos to him for even being considered at such a young age for a head coaching position, um, I'll be honest, I don't really know nothing about this guy, um, if he's the one calling the plays, uh, you know, I got some questions for him about some of the the play calls he does, um, That would be my main thing It's just I'm not gonna discredit the guy Because he apparently He was uh, responsible for getting McKenzie Or one of the people Responsible for getting McKenzie Milton to come to Florida State So um, You know obviously he's got some some recruiting magic up his sleeve um so I don't know man uh that Arizona job opened up because the boy uh I forget his name uh used to be the head coach Kevin Sumlin used to be the head coach at Texas A&M then he got the Arizona job and he just got fired I mean his record stunk but I still think he's a good coach he'll 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 get he'll land on his feet somewhere it won't be a power 5 job. I don't see him getting another power 5 job. But he can do the AAC. He AAC love uh African American coaches, so I could see him going back to the AAC potentially. Um But Dillingham, I don't know, man. I don't know enough about the guy. But just just the fact that some people are saying it is is he's going to get looked at. Probably by some schools So Um I'm sure Mike Norvell Has already got a short list of guys That he would like to You know if Dillingham leaves And um We'll see what happens Uh last segment For this episode Can Florida State Make the most of the McKenzie Milton transfer. Now, McKenzie Milton is easily the best quarterback we've had since Jameis Winston. I think we can agree with that. So, if he can just give us 70% of what he was before the injury, we're going to be in tremendous shape. Um, so, like I said, um, offensive and defensive lines need a complete overhaul in terms of you know who we got out there you know as much as I like Robinson and Kando they don't really get to the quarterback they don't rush the quarterback they're they're not run stoppers I don't know I don't know how you categorize these guys now I will say that uh Robinson made a play on the running back from Duke uh, Saturday, last Saturday, that was tremendous. So I'll give him props for that. And, you know, Kendo is what, 6'7, 260? So he, he, he's not going to speed around anybody. He's too big for that. So, the question is just. You know how can we how can we expand or, exp- or 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 just take advantage of this signing how can we give him more pieces now he's got now the the great the great benefactor of this McKenzie Milton signing is going to be Cam McDonald he 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 could potentially propel himself into the first round If I'm if I'm Cam McDonald, hey, McKenzie Milton's gonna be my new best friend. You know? And and Jordan Travis, I, I mean, if he if he embraces the utility role, man, that would be awesome. I would just love to see him in the open field, man. He's he's the most dynamic player we have on offense might maybe on the whole team um i don't I, i'm i'm assuming now you know to get a quarterback of this caliber somebody sent somebody sent a bag of money now so somebody sent some money bro cuz it's just if I'm if Mackenzie I'm Milton, I'm looking at that offensive line and then I'm looking at my leg and I'm like, no way. So somebody got paid, bro. <laughs> somebody got paid. Somebody sent a bag of cash to that dude's house and he said, okay, I'll come to Florida State. Had to. There's, there's no other way that he comes here not i mean the tradition is great but come on football is right now so you really can't sell us that and i'm the thing crazy thing about it is i'm cool with it so um that's going to conclude this episode i hope you enjoyed it it's available on youtube it's available on all podcast platforms thank you for listening please wear a mask please social distance please be aware of your surroundings please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses please do your research on vitamins please do your research on vaccines and as always go nose.